All right, now we are all set. Mm. Finally, Allie and Manny in full 1080p. Back at it again. How's it go? Let's go. Hello, Manny. It has only been a week since the last big chungus five-hour call that we did after a month. We're back into the swing of things, watching <laughs> movies uh, every every fucking week. Um, how was your week? Anything worthy of note to discuss or no? No. No. Kind of the same here. I saw a couple movies, um, but when it comes to like anime news, I could have sworn there was a bunch of shit that I forgot in the last episode. Not a bunch, but like a handful of things, and I don't remember them now. <laughs> so uh, the only anime news-related thing that I think is worthy of mentioning is that uh, fucking... They're making a Parasite live, like Parasite, uh, the anime. They're making like a live action adaptation, but it's Korean and it's not Japanese. There's already is a Japanese live action version, but they're doing a Korean live action. And it's with like, I think it's with like some popular Korean director. Hold on. Oh, okay. The person who directed it directed a movie called Train to Busan, which is like a, which is like a Korean zombie movie. So. I've seen that movie, so it might work uh, when it comes to that adaptation because it's very action-based and horror-y. So that's the only real thing worthy of mentioning in that regard. And then outside of that, I watched a bunch of Lupin movies. I'm still going through those slowly but surely. Um, I saw a movie called Labyrinth, which came out, I think, in the 80s, and it has like David Bowie in it. Um, apparently it's like a childhood movie for a lot of people. A lot of people I know have like seen it when they were kids, but I saw it for the first time recently and it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Uh, then there was a movie called Onibaba, which was like a horror Japanese movie from the 1960s. One of the most visually captivating movies, one of the most visually captivating movies I've ever seen. That was, uh, that was Onibaba. And besides that. I haven't seen anything else. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Short week. Not much to. Not much to talk about. Um. I guess. Yeah. All I did is uh, keep up with weekly stuff. Mm. How's the Pokemon going? Catching them. Catching them all. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. After yeah, a week. I just beat the game. Huh? I mean, like. I just beat the game now I'm in like the post game stuff. So. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Do you enjoy the like main game of Pokemon, like playing the main game, like fighting the gym leaders and all that stuff? Yeah, Do you I ever like stuff. mop the gym leader, like go over there, one shot all their Pokemon? Because that's what I was doing with, with the one that I had. I was like yeah. Pikachu, one shot, and I'm like, am I playing the game? <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, this this isn't fun. <laughs> um it, don't get me wrong, it the game's very easy. It's um I do wish they had like a difficulty setting. Yeah. Um cause I feel like I don't know, know why Pokemon don't games, games don't game. do that. Yeah, because I guess the game it's cause game freak is really lazy, but <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> it's, it's like I know like the games for kids, but 
it's like they completely ignored the fact that all the kids that played when the game originally came out and grew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're not retards anymore. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy now because, like, back then the games were way harder. Like, in these new games, there's, like, waypoints. And the game pretty much hold your hand yeah. where to go and shit. Mm-hmm. The old games, it's literally, like, you, you have yeah. to find. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they tell you, and you just go find it. Right, you right. Know? I remember being a kid and being so lost. And like, <laughs> in the middle of the game, I don't know what to do, who to yeah. talk to, where to go. Oh, man. Uh, I know, like, um, I know you know that part where, like, Snorlax blocking the road, laying oh, down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I do know about yeah. that. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't know what the fuck to do. So I was, like, <laughs> run laps around the map. <laughs> run the whole map. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking that there, there was like something way back in the opening area. Maybe if I click A and every pixel like of the block of this map, maybe something will happen that'll trigger Snorlax to move, bro. Uh, yeah. I have like I have harsh PTSD of being lost in video games when I was a kid and not being able to look it up. I was like, this is hell. I want to die. <laughs> And then my it, older cousin would yeah. just grab the controller and be like, bro, you're supposed to go here. And I'm like, oh my God, it was that easy the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I wish like I wish Pokemon had like a fucking Elden Ring difficulty setting. Yeah. God. I know. The, the problem with this game that I had, uh, you know, I liked it and I had fun. Like I overleveled the shit out of all my guys. Yeah. And it's easy on, to like, do that. Yeah, it's very easy. Like, I wasn't even grinding. I was, like, doing, like, I was doing cool things, and it would, like, give me this X, XP points, and I will just dump it all into one one yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was, like, 20 levels above, like, the gyms. I was, like, fuck. And I just went there just mopping everyone. Yeah. Like, I was, like, end game level by, like, the fourth gym. Mm-hmm. That's really odd. Usually games like that pace themselves when it comes to your leveling, but Pokemon... What is the mindset behind that? Like when you're making a game that's centered around the leveling, you want to kind of gauge it so that when you get to the final boss, it will still be a challenge unless the person spent like 20 hours grinding because you right. didn't you didn't account for that. But if they're playing the game casually, by the time they get to the end of the boss, you should be like, "All right, the boss will be hard for this person because of how, you know, they've leveled up throughout because we we like tracked it." And yeah. Pokemon games, at least from my experience with Let's Go, it also was like that. I was like, boom, 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 like one shot. The only like challenging part was like the final boss. That was like the only like relatively challenging part of that game. But you know, if you want Pokemon, uh, but the Pokemon fucking smoke weed and drink forties, you should play Persona. <laughs> That's basically yeah, what I Persona know, is. I know all about Persona, but yeah, or or Shin Megami Tensei, like what persona is an offspring of because that's like that's more in line with the pokemon like formula capture the monsters have them fight for you that type of beat um yeah video games are cool fucking everything's coming out dude all the all the games are coming out god of war november yeah i don't have a playstation 5 (laughs) i'm so mad (laughs) uh modern warfare 2 is about to come out Oh yeah, when's that coming out? I think October. Hmm. Are you excited or you just kind of like? Eh? I, I actually kind of am. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite COD? 
favorite card? Black Ops 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, the 2019 Modern Warfare was, was good, though. Mm-hmm. So I actually have high expectations for this one. Okay. That's cool. I'm really excited. Yeah. What other games are coming the, out? The God of War is going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah, I want to... I wish I could take a deep dive and like uh, go and revisit all the old ones. Um, maybe if I have some kind of time, I would love to do that. Uh, but once again, I don't have a fucking PlayStation 5, so I shouldn't even be like <laughs> prepping myself. It's not even going to come out on PS4, is it? There's not going to be like a PS4 variant or whatever. Fuck. Damn. Hmm. Any other games? I feel like there are. There's so many video know. games. <laughs> not that we care about. <laughs> I mean, 2K is Oh, really? A new one? Yeah. The one with Kobe on the cover? No, that's Jordan now. Oh, it's oh really? Okay. There was one that had Kobe on the cover and it was like it was like a really like well painted like it was like a well made yeah, cover. That was the the last year's one. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Kobe, have you seen that Deer Basketball like animated short that he won an Oscar for? Mm-hmm. You haven't? It's amazing. It's it's like five minutes long. Uh it's and it's basically it's like he wrote a poem about basketball and like as Kobe Bryant is reading the poem, they're like doing animation to the poem. And it's one of like the best things I've ever seen. Especially given his death. It was made like way before that. But yeah. especially with the perspective of his death, it makes it all the more sadder. Uh Dear Basketball. That's that's what it's called. Um, it won an Oscar. It's great. I think it's got John Williams on the soundtrack. My man's went hard for Kobe. <laughs> but yeah. That's, yeah, I'm surprised I've never seen this. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. I recommend you check it out. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really all I got. Uh let's not um drag things out too long and let's just get right down to business. Um we got two movies to talk about or three movies however you want to categorize them uh kill bill volume one and kill bill volume two and nightcrawler i would like to talk about nightcrawler first let's talk Mm -hmm. about uh this very interesting movie came out in 2014 i I, ever since this movie came out i've known about it like ever since Mm -hmm. it came out in theaters and dude what a ride i love it i really enjoyed this movie uh i like jake gyllenhaal's character i like the premise I like the idea behind it. It reminds me, like, there's a part of my brain that's like, oh, this is like another movie, but I just can't think of it. Um, Wrecking Psycho? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is what my brain was, like, kind of connecting the dots with. Yeah, it's like like American Psycho. It's like, like, you know, a dude is broke. He's fucking crazy. He wants control. and, And he gets it. He gets he gets control. He gets what he wants through his like sleazy ways, and um, yeah, this is one of those movies that's carried by like the main dude and like his yeah. performance. And there's a lot of yeah. people that I know that have said Jake Gyllenhaal is their favorite actor. And after watching this movie, I can understand why. He's great. I love yeah. him. Yeah, he definitely like sells it. Mm-hmm. He had a he had a great performance. Movies like this like. The, the main actors like his performance makes or breaks the movie yeah right yeah. but he definitely like 
did his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, just like the facial expression, the look. Yeah. The way he spoke. I think everything was on point, really. Um, right. Yeah. So, like, shout out to Jake for. J- uh, yeah. I was about to say Jack. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Jake for a uh, great performance. Yeah. This is, um, um in, when, when they, t- when Christian Bale did American Psycho, they were like, this will ruin your career because this is so goofy and da 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 da. But because he sold it well, it kind of like made his career. And this is like also one of those things where it can be cringe if it's done wrong. And uh, yeah. it like walks that fine line throughout. But I think he's really good. I think he made it work. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, um, I think the Lou Bloom is a very interesting character. Yeah, he is. And they write it very well. You immediately know what kind of guy he is. You understand his position and his motivations. And they just get into it. You don't get a fucking anime backstory. You don't need one. You get it. He, when he stole the watch at the beginning, you know that he like will finesse and do whatever he can. And he likes to be in control. And I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that it doesn't waste time. And mm-hmm. it tells you everything that you need to know in order for the story to begin. So you're immediately yeah. invested. Yeah, at the very start when he's like cutting the fence mm-hmm. and the cop comes, you can tell he's like, you can tell he's like slick with the way he talks. Yeah. And the cop is like, he's like, oh yeah, I just got along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then um, when I, I remember when, when he looked down at the watch, I was like, I know something's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like, I didn't think he was going to take the watch. I thought he was looking at to see what time it was and yeah. he's going to like fuck up the car. Yeah. I knew he was going to like fuck, fuck, fuck up the car. <laughs> yeah. But he takes it and then, um, yeah. Then, then after that, you kind of know like he's cutting fences and stole the dude's watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even fit him either because like dangling off his yeah. wrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I saw that. I was like, yeah, he's probably going to pawn it. And then mm-hmm. he did. But yeah, I think that the intro is i think the intro is cool because you can really you you can tell a lot just from like the way he's speaking and he already kind of looks insane at the start (laughs) yeah his hair he has those those bug eyes that like bug out of his face (laughs) and and his hair like slicked back it he looks like an american psycho like hey hello (laughs) and then um yeah yeah then he gets he sees a car crash. Actually, the when he's like doing the job interview things, it's like uh, I I read someone say that it's like he's reading off a pamphlet on what to say, mm. and he like memorizes it like like perfectly. <laughs> it's like it is all the good shit like uh, um, someone would want to hear if they're trying to hire someone. So yeah. like he hits all the notes. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But you can just tell it's like not sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. And he's trained. I, I saw a comment saying like that he's like an alien learning how to be human. <laughs> it, it really does. Feel like yeah, that. it does feel like that. Yeah, yeah, it feels like he's trying to manipulate people at every turn, and he's trying to just get what he wants, like at every given moment. And uh, to see him like break or like lose his cool, like at all, is like really fun because it's it's like people are pushing him to like a degree that he's like not okay, and he's like ah, <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good scenes. There's a lot of great scenes. Um, um, I feel like the dialogue. The dialogue of the movie is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I love the dialogue. Mm-hmm. There's um, 
you know, there's that scene where he like gets the news girl to to fuck him. Yeah, that's probably like it's probably my second favorite scene in the movie. That one's really yeah. great. Mm-hmm. What else is there? Is kind of every scene. Like I, I, I feel like it's every scene that like works. I love like when he interviews Riz Ahmed's like character um, for the first time, and he like gets him to like work the thing. I love his like his like like telling him that he's doing a great job and giving him like promotions and shit, even though like it's fucking stupid. That the movie's funny. The movie has some funny parts too. He just went from like being the dude trying to get the job. Now he's yeah on the other. Side. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like it's like again it's like he like read how to like how to hire someone and he's like you'll sell yourself yeah, man. come on yeah <laughs> yeah no <laughs> that scene was funny yeah i think one of my favorite parts is when he he sent the very first tape into the place and then he was talking with the woman i think it was like not for the first time but like before the dinner scene he was talking with the woman right after and he he was like really far away and he was like oh i i went on line and i looked up a business class and they said well what are your interest in and da, 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 da. and he sets like some fire shit and then at the end he was like and i think tv news is what i want to do and it was like really awkward and foreboding and the girl was like sure bro and she shook his hand and he like didn't leave <laughs> he's like okay well if you're not gonna leave i guess i'm gonna leave and then she just walked out even though she needed to go there because that's her tv set but yeah there's like there's a lot of moments like that that i uh mm-hmm that I really enjoy. Probably my favorite scene in the movie is when the dude, the other camera guy like gets into like a car accident and he pulls up and he holds his camera like up to the <laughs> up to the dude. It's it's cool because like in a couple scenes before he's talking about like oh, it's all about framing, bro. It's, you know, that that's like an eye-catching thing. So like as as uh he he's like really invested in like the camera stuff and he does like invest himself personally into it and sees it as somewhat of like an artistic feat so for him to like have the camera over like this dude's like like bloody body and the guy's like looking at him like he's insane it's uh it's like reflective it's like a it's like a millennium actress like level moment because like what he's filming is like reflective of him in that in that scene and it's just so cool like i love the concept of like a night crawler i i think it's i think it's a really cool thing to make a movie about um yeah yeah and uh i like how he like he like progressively gets better at the job Mm -hmm. and then he gets so good he starts tampering but even before that like like the shots he was getting was clear yeah and he'd be like, yo, steady hands, steady hands. Yeah. And even the shot when like the whole cop shootout scene. Yeah. Like it's like he like he's filming it perfectly so good that he fucking sees the guy pull out the gun. He's like, <laughs> he's like Yeah. Like, yeah, you can tell he like he fucking put his all into like mm-hmm. learning the craft. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was dope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that whole um then like he gets his glow up and then like he gets the the, the car, the yeah. nice camera. Mm-hmm. And then um that's even before that. Uh, I was gonna say that scene when like he's sitting on top of the car, like crisscross Abyssal on top of the car. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that picture right there is what made me want to watch the oh, movie. Oh, okay, interesting. I was gonna yeah. ask you where you heard about this. Yeah, I saw it on. I forgot where I saw it, but mm. I just saw that that frame of him just sitting on the car. Yeah, I was like, that looks cool. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. Yeah, and, uh, 
It's got some so cool I posters. Like, I did that little fucking like Leonardo DiCaprio meme. I was like, I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like I like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he gets the car, gets the get his boy, and that 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 whole like like final act thing with the cops and the the two murder guys. That shit was insane. Yeah, it and, was. It's just um when the his his buddy was like, yo, like you don't understand humans, like blah blah blah, blah. and you just see him he's like looking at him crazy. <laughs> I knew I knew somehow like his boy was gonna die. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It but was obvious. I, I I didn't I didn't know it was gonna be like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yeah, that was insane. I thought he would just kill him. Mm-hmm. Did him like he did the cop. I thought like, he would like like take a knife and just start shanking him. Like you are not a good employee, you son of a bitch, <laughs> or something. Yeah, like I thought that. it would really be more like that. But, yeah, but he finds a way to fucking get him in the yeah. shot. It, mm-hmm. it was insane. Yeah. And just to top it off, at the end, like the bad guy wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The movie ends. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, the shit was cool. It was really cool. I loved the entire aesthetic of this movie. I love the way it looked visually. I love how it's like shot. I it feels very like the movie itself feels kind of like uh like really grounded and like someone's kind of holding a camera like at every given moment. I mean, they're obviously like stationary shots, but I mean in the sense of like it feels very realistic. It doesn't feel like I'm watching like a movie. It feels like I am watching like this night crawler in the nighttime like going around and stuff and uh that really it really sells it for me when i can tell that it actually is nighttime and they're doing like all these things that's when i'm like that's cool as fuck because that must that must be hard to do to like have those scenes like lit so that you can see everyone's face in like a certain way and stuff um yeah yeah and it's kind of it reminded me of sorry go ahead i was no go ahead say say i was gonna like reminded me like the taxi driver feeling i got when i when i watched that movie yeah because i I watched that movie at like two a.m. Mm-hmm. and that sold it. Mm-hmm. They even made it. There. Um, and yeah. I also watched it. I watched the movie at like 12, 12 at night. And thank God I did because it like enhanced it. Yeah, for yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it gave me that similar feeling. I had the taxi driver with it. Like it felt so like yeah, like grounded. I would say mm-hmm. kind of felt like it was really there. Yeah, I love movies like that. And, and it's funny because the shots where it's like it's daytime it feels so weird yeah yeah <laughs> like the dude when the other this rival guy camera guy was like trying to recruit him mm-hmm. remember like that and that scene came i was like this i was like it feels so weird yeah seeing this daytime but yeah, but yeah i like i like that the whole the night thing mm-hmm. it is shot very well yeah i also love the soundtrack i thought the music was for the most part very appropriate there were some parts where i was like uh i don't I don't know. This seems like really, really sappy to have in this kind of moment, but maybe I won't feel that way on rewatch. Um, the music was really good. Uh, I guess there were just some parts that I felt like it wasn't clicking with me, but overall I really liked, it was like a, I think you can call it synth. I feel like that's what the music was and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Uh, but like, yeah, what other, what other great scenes are there in this movie? I mean, there's too many to count, you know? I know, yeah yeah he uh, does such a does such a good job yeah i love when he like brings in the final tape and there's just like that long shot of him and the girl like facing each other because the girl knows it's like you just did some legendary shit and he's like i know i'm a god <laughs> like like i i like that one um yeah. 
Yeah. And it's like, uh, he, it's fun. It's because he, he's so fucked up. All the tampering and shit. But it's like, if it's getting the the ratings up, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's 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 crazy because like, um, it's kind of like it's like one of those movies where it's like everyone's at fault, kind of. Because yeah. like, right, if motherfuckers wanted, if motherfuckers didn't like seeing this shit on TV, mm-hmm. and this motherfucker wouldn't like be doing this shit, yeah. have a job. Mm-hmm. So he's really just supplying people what they want to see, but. This is so fucked up on his end. Yeah. But. Yeah. The the and negative. He did the the, te- the tampering shit. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh man. Yeah. The negative <laughs> implications of like what he's doing and how it could affect things. That's very. In- that's a very interesting side to like this whole story. Um, and it's really glossed over so they can just like focus on him. Uh, mm. and it would probably take away from like this very focused narrative, but. Uh, I was very interested in that to see like how it played in like a larger role because I feel like this the story is larger scale than it than it uh than it like seems on the surface. Um, right, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it feels like you could do a lot more with this concept. Do I know mm-hmm. if I want more? Because if if you gave me more, it would inherently change the kind of movie it is. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. Nonetheless, uh, that's something to ponder over <laughs> for for future viewings and stuff. But um, what did you think about? Uh, so you do like the ending of him like getting the van and stuff. I like him yeah. getting the van. Uh, but I was very the movie was very well paced for me. I like never ch- checked the time. I was invested like from front to back. And when the movie ended, I was very surprised when the credits rolled. I was like, oh my God, I thought there was so much more to go. I don't know if you felt that way, but like, I think it's cool that he succeeded or at least by the movie's metric, he succeeded. But by my metric, I was like, you sure there's not like more to come when it comes to this investigation or when it Mm -hmm. comes to like detective stuff, like my gut reaction was like, that's it. Like it's over it like you know nah, no. i know i know i remember watching it and, um i knew like the the cop or detective had like it had nothing on him mm-hmm. yeah and it, she couldn't pull off like a uh, memories of murder yeah like, i know you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but, yeah um i knew she had nothing on him and she like she knows like she mm-hmm. knows but like yeah fuck. um like he, he deleted the footage and he can just like it's like just that smooth talking he had since like the first scene yeah really helped him out and all like whenever they came mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah it's like when they first came to his house and he was saying things i was like why would he say that with the cops like why would he let him in blah, 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 blah. it's right. like he knew like he already knew like, like that they were gonna be there yeah. yeah and he knew like i bet he like re- i bet he like he rehearsed that shit mm-hmm. he's just like to re- rehearse that whole scenario go through like different yeah. ways but yeah, it's, it's uh, it's like he read like a crime book and was like, "How how, <laughs> you know, how yeah. how how but, yeah. to?" When he uh, deleted that footage, I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, I know that, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when the movie ends, I was like, "Damn!" Because the thing is, like, they can like really like go deeper with it, right? Yeah, and crazier with it. I f- the yeah, the stakes can go even farther after that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's like uh, the ending is like 
it's like one of those endings was like, oh, I did this fucked up shit, and I'm gonna just continue yeah, with life. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like you look around in real life, like, oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah. like the taxi's never ending, where it's like, mm-hmm. like where the dude is still insane at the end, and it's like the movie acts like everything's resolved. Yeah, I got, I like I like it though. Um, but yeah, it can definitely like go way, mm-hmm. way deeper and shit like that. Even with the the other point I brought with like the viewers, how like they're fucked up as well, mm-hmm. or even just break the streaks and get crazier footage, things like that. Yeah. But I like how it's just like he just continues on. Now he's like, now he got like three fans, and now it's about to get even worse. Really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love the angle of like his negative intentions and his like fucked up nature, kind of going so far to where he like does get the video production news um but i feel like if it what if i was more convinced that getting to that point was natural then i would be more invested in that moment for the character otherwise it it feels if like we were to compare it to taxi driver it feels a little slightly I use this word very lightly. It feels like slightly forced. It's like yes. it's cool, but I if if you held on maybe like an extra twenty minutes on this movie to kind of build to him like mm-hmm. truly like all right guys I really succeeded then I think I yeah. would I'd fuck with the ending. Yeah, um, I, a lot I more. agree. It is a bit uh, abrupt. Yeah, um, but that's really my only criticism. Uh, very. Um, what's up? I was gonna say like it's this movie is like it's different from like the 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 American Psychos, the Jokers, and the the Taxi Drivers because in those three movies like you kind of want the main character to win even though he's the bad guy. Right, right, yeah. And this movie is like I can't see how like anyone would be like, yeah, let's go, Lou Bloom. Right, you know right, what I mean? right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only know. way, no, I agree. Because yeah. he because he is he's insane, and unlike even in like American Psycho, um taxi driver i haven't seen taxi driver in a long time but in joker at least at least that one specifically you empathize with joker you empathize with his ambitions and his goals um and you're sympathetic towards the character so when he succeeds there's a part of you that's like hey let's go like they're getting their comeuppance um but in nightcrawler there's no sympathetic like part of this character Mm -hmm. like it's the only thing that I sympathize with is his like uh, desire to like take over and like be a god. He's like he's likable in the way that Light Yagami is likable, where like he's completely unredeemable, like evil character. But seeing him make these strides and accomplishments in and of themselves, being so like grand and above his like pay grade, is fun. Um, but if you don't do it well, then it starts to be like okay, now it just feels like he's a bad person rather than him being a badass, like, villain. Because, you know, because if, if you don't pay that off well, like, through the writing, then I'm not, uh, and I can't be invested in that part, then I can't, all I have to do is dislike his deeds <laughs> and his, like, yeah. morality. So it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a balance that you got to walk, and I feel like they uh, tipped to the wrong side of the scale a little bit just for the ending. But for the rest of the movie, it's, it's okay. It's not, um... It's not so damning that it like ruins it, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's uh, that's Nightcrawler. Have you 
are you familiar with these actors in like anything else? Like, have you seen Jake Gyllenhaal or Riz Ahmed in anything else? I know Jake was in, he's in that military movie called Jarhead. Mm. And Prisoners. He's in Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. He's in, and he's in the Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah. Those are mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, we got to watch Prisoners. I was going to, I might recommend that. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen a lot of people saying that's good. Um, but yeah, he's kind of put in, put on a good, I really liked him in Spider-Man. Yeah. He was great. Uh-huh. I really liked him, Spider Man, and Jar- the clips I, I haven't seen Jarhead, mm-hmm. but the clips I have seen of that movie, um, it looks really good too. Yeah. So, and I, I bet in Prisoners he's great. And uh, I seen a comment because I was kind of looking through his career, um, after the movie, uh, I, I seen a comment where people were saying like, <laughs> like people were saying, um. His, like, something about Brokeback Mountain, like, uh, people like make memes about it and shit, but he was at a panel kind of thing, right? And people was like, there was telling him that, like, like they seen the movie like 20 times in like 10 days. It was like so good. Like, people were crying to the movie and shit. And he was like, and he was so like, because uh, he knew while doing the role that this, like, kind of meant something a lot to a lot of people. But, like, you're saying, like, when it, when he uh, saw like people in front of him like saying like how good he did and shit like that it meant a lot to him so i thought that was pretty cool um, and he he made a video with vanity fair on youtube where he's talking about his role in brokeback mountain and um i forgot what he was saying but he was saying some cool ass shit mm. so i kind of like him now okay but i forgot what he said. yeah there's so um prisoners and... yeah 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 i'm i'm down to watch brokeback mountain there's actually like there's another podcast that I listened to, and on their most recent episode, they recommended Brokeback Mountain. So I intend to watch it soon. Um, if you want to watch it for this, we, we could also do that. But I intend to watch that at least on my own time uh, very soon. Um, but yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, really cool, really cool actor. There's some great movies that he's in that I know of. And uh, I, was, no, I was surprised to see Riz Ahmed in this movie. I was like, Oh my god, it's Riz. <laughs> he was um he was in Sound of Metal, which is like uh have you heard of that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like the main guy in that. And uh mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I think we'd both enjoy it. Maybe we should talk about that too. Yeah. I seen I seen uh I seen a TikTok about it. Mm. I seen that in uh, Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash. I've seen Whiplash. Have you, you haven't yeah. seen Have you seen Whiplash? Um Whiplash. I would love to talk about Whiplash. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies. I really like it. Yeah. Um, that's Nightcrawler. Uh, it's somewhere between a six and a seven. I'm not really sure. What do you Maybe. give it? Seven. Seven? Nice. Nice. All right. Now, the main course, uh, Kill Bill Volume 1 and Kill Bill Volume 2. The first time I watched this movie was in, like, sixth grade when I was in, like, middle school. I feel comfortable saying that this was a very formative movie that shaped my taste and interest. This is like the first Japanese thing I've ever consumed. Mm-hmm. Like anything that is remotely like, I mean, I guess I've seen like, I don't know, maybe I've seen like, uh, not anime specifically, but some Japanese inspired like Cartoon Network, I don't know, show. But this is like the one that I was like, this is cool as fuck. 
I want to see more stuff like this, and I um I have a lot of nostalgia for it. And rewatching it uh, now with as my per perspective I've changed. This is the first time I've seen it in like ten years, and um it I love this movie. It means a lot to me uh to rewatch it now in a theater, and um I I just I love it. I have I have so much. I have so much to say, but this is your first time watching it, um, right? Yeah. 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 What did uh, What did you think? How was your experience? Yeah, first time watch. Uh, I knew I was gonna watch this one day. Yeah. Eventually. I tend to watch all of Tarantino, mm -hmm. so I knew I was gonna watch this one day. Um, you know, this is one of those like very classic movies. Yeah, I, I think always want to watch. I think for our yeah. generation, it was very formative for a lot of people. I think a lot of people watched it when they were kids. Yeah. Um, so, just a like, just a name. I know, I know, like a lot of things reference it and stuff. So, mm -hmm. I, I was on to watch it, and uh, I'm very happy I watched it. Yeah. I didn't know it was gonna be super Japanese. Like, I know she wore the the Bruce Lee thing. Yeah. But I didn't know it was gonna be like super Japanese. Mm -hmm. Even had like. Uh, production ig animate some shit in there yeah i know how how did you feel about that when you saw it were you like oh my god this anime i can't escape it ah. <laughs> it was dope yeah I, it I was awesome yeah i i intentionally watched the the credit scene to see if a studio had made it or if yeah. it was just them yeah no it was and a studio production ig in there the there's like the I, I might have to fact check this, but I, I recall hearing that the only reason Afro Samurai like exists is because the people who did that bit for Kill Bill, they were like, that was really cool. And we enjoyed making that for the Tarantino movie. We should do that, but like on our own. We should just like make a whole new thing. But um, yeah, so that's and it's so it's so sick that that is in the movie because the movie is in and of itself like. It's an amazing movie on its own, and it does a great job at, like, standing on its own two legs, regardless of the references. Like, you don't need to get the references. Um, in fact, like, I don't know, it might distract you from, like, the core, like, focus of the story. But that's one thing I love about this movie. Like, it plays nods to, like, so many things. It has songs from, like, different movies. It has, like, uh, design choices, like, on the costumes, like, the, the, the outfit that she wears. Um like there's all these references to other media and stuff but it still stands on its own two legs regardless of those references and the reason why it has an anime section and it has like the bruce lee outfit and it has like all these like filming styles of like old uh japanese like or chinese like kung fu movies when she when the guy like when she throws a tomahawk at the guy and it hits him and it's just like the guy going yeah but he's like it's just his body moving and like the background's like just like shit like that um it uh it forms it forms this movie like on on its own two legs like it doesn't this movie doesn't need um this movie doesn't you don't need to understand what it's referencing or what it's uh what it's calling back to to like enjoy it that much and i keep veering off track but the reason why the anime thing is in there is because this entire Oren Ishii segment is like a tribute to Japanese like media in like many ways, you know, and to have like an entire anime segment is so appropriate because it's, it's like, like this is Japan, 
you know this is like what they do um and it's reflective throughout that entire bit and i i love it so much um he's taking all these disparate elements of all of film and like putting them into this movie without detracting from what the movie is which is what i was trying to say but i was taking too long to say it like every single bad guy in this movie is from like a genre of film buck is the cowboy the the Oren Ishii's the samurai girl the copperhead woman is the she's the um blaxploitation right the first girl um it's beautiful like it's so beautiful at, at how they all come together but yeah sorry i went on a tangent all right you're good but yeah uh it's it's the whole aesthetic of volume one it was it was so dope to see yeah um i like yeah volume one was great mm-hmm. i'm glad you enjoyed uh, it yeah like, what do i even start mm-hmm well, I'll say for one, uh, both of these movies, um, is inclu- especially Volume 1, boom, went by like that. Like, I, I didn't have to check the time once. I'm so immediately invested from, like, moment zero to the ending. Um, like, I, I love, I just love how creative the moments are for, like, each given character and the stuff that they do whether it's a bad guy, whether it's the bride. Um, I, I, I just, I love this movie. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Where do you even start? I mean, the first fight with Copperhead, that's like an amazing intro, you know, yeah. what, a, what a great way to get people invested. Um, I, yeah. Really cool. Nah, no, it's, it's so, yeah, it is a great start. Mm-hmm. And, um, I thought it was interesting how they started like that because when she kills Copperhead, you see on the list that it's like that the the Japanese girl is already dead. Mm. That was yes. interesting because I, I saw it, I was like, oh, are they going to do the run back of the first one, the first mm-hmm. kill? Mm-hmm. And then I, I was actually excited. And then, like, while, while like the shit was going on with the Japanese girl, what's her name? Oren Chen. Oren Ishii. Oren Ishii. When they was doing the whole Oren Ishii, I remember I looked at the, the time. I was like, I was like, uh, um, oh, is this going to be these two kills for the, mm-hmm. for the, the race? and then the next two and Bill and one yeah. two? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that's that's dope. Yeah, it is and pretty then, dope. Whenever she like, this movie is just so like it's just it's so Japanese. Like she goes gets the the legendary sword. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but I think I yeah. love the way they like write it. I like that whole part too. Yeah. yeah, the way it's written, like, it's so believable that it is the legendary sword. Like the way yeah. they hype it up, and the guy's like, "I will never make a sword." She's like, "I'm going after Bill." He's like, "All right, I'll be done in a month." <laughs> it's it's so sick. I I love it yeah. so much. I like how I like how they they keep talking about it even in the next one. Yeah, whenever they touch it, I'm like this is the Hanzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, Bill's like, I thought he's never gonna make this again. <laughs> Yeah, it's so dope. Um, it's I love that scene because when she comes in, she's acting like so like like a tourist. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, uh, hi, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like fucking fluent Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like when she mentions Bill and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I love that whole scene with Hanzo. And then uh, mm-hmm. she gets the sword. And I remember watching that. So I was like, this is a, this is so like fucking anime. Yeah, it's so anime. But it's unapologetically <laughs> anime. Like it knows it yeah, yeah. and it, it loves it and it revels in it and it, it doesn't give a fuck. But it's not just for references sake it it for me this movie stands so well on its own like the characters are very fully fleshed out despite how short well i mean if you consider both of these like the same movie it's not short at all but the characters are fully fleshed out given the time that they have in this story um i'm fully invested in like her revenge plot because the movie starts out with her getting like shot in the head how could you not empathize with that you know like yeah. whenever she goes and she like kills these people mercilessly kills this mom in front of her kid you as an audience member you're like she kind of had to though bitch shot her in the head <laughs> you know like yeah. like it's it's I, I love it i it's so cool it's so cool i can't really explain how this movie uh makes me feel like it's it's so simple but so effective it like makes me reevaluate all my opinions because i'm just like god damn how did this movie like managed to do what it does so well so effectively yeah it's, yeah um yeah with the when she killed copperhead in front of her kid it kind of just shows you like like the stakes it was mm-hmm. like oh she's going to kill her in front of her kid yeah yeah this is like it's gonna be brutal mm-hmm. right and uh i'm instantly inv- instantly invested um and that that, be, that star really made me uh yeah. Made me happy. Made yeah. me excited to not, watch the whole thing. Not only is it good that they show you the bride getting shot, but it's also really great that they show you um remnants of like other like what the other people like did to her like throughout the movie. So they start off with like, look at the horrible thing that happened to her. Now look at like all the people one by one who did the horrible thing, da 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 like slowly trickling it so that you have like a reason to hate these people and then da 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 um and with bill i love that in the first one they don't show his face i think it's so fucking cool it's so sick when they're like she's on the phone with him and he's got the samurai sword i'm like this is this is anime as shit he's like holding the sword he's like we can't kill her that would be mean (laughs) uh um, i like i like the the whole mystery behind it because you know you don't know why she got shot you don't mm -hmm. know what's going on who these people are and don't know bill Right, but Bill, like, and then when you get to the Hanzo guy, it's like he's willing to like make another sword just because of the name Bill. Yeah. So it's like they're hyping him up, and like he's so much that you've never seen him. And then like when they show him in Volume Two, it was dope. But I'm yeah. talking about Volume Two, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um, yeah, the whole you know when whenever she gets the sword and gets goes to Tokyo, that's when things like really ramp up, and then like. I remember they showing like, what's her name? Oren Ishii. Oren Ishii. Yeah. They show her walking through the hallway. Yeah. She got. Yeah, she, she got the song like doo 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 doo. Have you seen that? Is the part that gets referenced all the time, like the walk, <laughs> like the slow motion. It's so sick. It's so fucking sick. And that's another thing. Like that song is not made for this movie like that's from like an old like japanese movie and seeing it come back like if you get it then it's like oh shit but if you don't get it it doesn't matter because it works so well for the scene and because it works so well for the scene that is so honorable to like take a song and not have it be reference shit 
only to make audience go like, "Ooh, Goopy Goblin Gamer Brain." It to have it actually work is incredibly respectful. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Like the anime segment and this song being used and this outfit, it's not just to make people go, "Oh, that's from blank." It's to make people go, "Oh, that's cool for this." And that makes it better. Um yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's really it's really great. It's really great. The guy who directed Battle Royale directed the movie that that song is from. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's cool. I seen that video where like he said Battle Royale was like his favorite movie in the past like twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw that video mm -hmm. before I saw the movie. Um so yeah, he said that he said Memories of Murder was up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said some good shit. He said the Matrix was would have been his favorite if the sequels yeah. didn't come out. <laughs> yeah. He said something else that we watched. Mm. I forgot, but oh, okay. Yeah, he said something else that we watched. Um, but yeah, uh, then like you see the the anime girl and the school girl outfit. Mm -hmm. so, yep. Yeah. And I, she's she's the actor from Battle Royale too. Oh, is she? Oh my gosh! I how could I, how could I have not recognized that? Wow, that's so cool! Oh my yeah, god! I, I, I thought you would have definitely. Dude, what the fuck? That's the, um, yeah, that's the girl in the, the yellow jacket that stabbed that guy. In the yellow jacket that stabbed that guy. I remember the guy was like, "Yo, like, what's stopping me from like forcing myself on you?" She's like, "Shut up!" She like stabbed him. Oh, I don't remember that in Battle Royale, but I'm I'm gonna look it up right now. That's I'm so happy that you mentioned that. Uh, she is. <laughs> wow, wow, she's like, wow, she was like a main girl. Oh wow, okay, man, I'm I'm taking the L for not knowing that one. That's that's really cool. Well, that was intentional too, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking sick. <laughs> that's so sick. When did Kill Bill come out? Kill Bill came out. 2003 2003 battle royale came out in 2000 wow okay yeah that's awesome yeah. i love that i recognize it like instantly mm -hmm. yeah uh, i'm happy i did that's really great that's cool <laughs> i'm glad we watched battle royale i'm glad i'm glad we prepped in that kind of way yeah it's cool yeah um, um her her fight her fight with uh beatrix was cool yeah or fucking Mm-hmm. I really love that. I love their dope. fight. Yeah. Uh that whole crazy eighty-eight fight. Um you no, know, it's like Beatrix she bodies like the first like the guards there, and then when all the motherfuckers come in, like <laughs> they come in in waves, it's yeah. like, oh <laughs> stop and it's still like <laughs> in the Dude, I love them like jumping over the tables and shit. Like I think about that all the time. Like uh Yeah, it's like they're not non stop running in. It's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> bro when i was a kid i would like i would i would play pretend that i'm like one of the crazy 88 like running in there and i'd like jump over the couch and shit like i i have so much nostalgia for that i love it so much it's so cool i was like damn she's gonna have to fight all these guys yeah mm -hmm. that whole scene was that scene was that scene was awesome because like the movie is like the movie's like so it's like so over the top mm-hmm it's so it's still so cool is this like it's kind of like matrix matrix yes. 2 when he fights fights all those the agents, agents. yeah agent smith yeah. Yeah, he fights all of them like, and he's just like oh, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like it, um, mm-hmm. and it, there's no. That's a great uh, comparison. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Yeah, that's like the first thing I thought of Matrix mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of cool, cool scenes, cool kills, yeah. and then at the end, like the, when she's fighting on the rail, mm-hmm. she fucking like loses her balance but yeah. jumps off the wall, yeah, and back on the rail. I think. Like, <laughs> <no part. laughs> yeah, dude, it's such like, and this movie is very self-aware like it it knows the line that it's walking and it doesn't go too serious or too goofy um like it it stays it stays on track but when it does like lean more on one end and still keep its balance per se like it it's awesome like i love at the very end when she like grabs the kid and she's like this is why you don't fuck with yakuza get the fuck out of here like i i love that because it's 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 not forced like it's um it it works like for for the scene because the movie is inherently goofy you know and it's probably like the goofiest part in the entire movie but but i don't know it it works for me it works really well Uh, it definitely works Mm -hmm. yeah that yeah. crazy 88 yeah so in the crazy 88 scene uh it turns like black and white at a certain point in the mm-hmm. in the fight and uh there is uh an uncut version where it so they did that because like it didn't pass like ratings board so he was like all right i guess i'll just turn the whole thing black and white and I guess we'll just have to do with that. But there's another cut of the movie called The Whole Bloody Affair, where they take the two movies and they put them together. And one of the things that's changed is that the fight is like uncut. And if you go on YouTube and look up like Kill Bill, Uncut, Crazy 88, there's like parts of the fight that just like aren't in the movie. Um, it's, it's really interesting. Um, I'd recommend looking that up. But uh, I, I really hate to say it. Like I want to like the black and white. I want to fuck with it, but there's always been a part of me that's like, man, I wish I could see this in like full color, like it's it's full glory. Um, but it's still nonetheless a good fight. Maybe the black and white will grow on to me as time goes on. But uh, I I want to watch that whole bloody affair cut that they got because that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's um, interesting. So you said the the uncut like the both movies are in together, so it's like a three hour like four hour runtime. It's like a four hour runtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I saw an interview with with Tarantino said like the movie's meant to be like watched like that in like yes. one sitting. Yes, and I I watched it in one sitting and it felt very natural. It felt like I was watching one movie. It didn't feel like I watched two. They I think both of them stand on their own as two movies. It doesn't feel artificially like we're gonna cut in the middle out of nowhere. Um, it feels like there's an ending to the first one and a beginning to the second one. But um, I I think it works and I I agree. Um, he considers this one movie. He doesn't consider it to uh and the only reason he made it to is because in like america people would not accept like a four-hour movie and yeah. he kept he kept being like like yo i want to make it four hours and then harvey weinstein was like hey split it up and he's like all right harvey <laughs> so that's um that's that's how that happened and it it works it i think it i think it's really cool um yeah. uh I love all the fights. Say again. Yeah, I was gonna say then. Um, she has the standoff with uh, the Japanese lady. Mm-hmm. Um, before we say, before we talk about that, I think my favorite part of the movie is when all the crazy eight are eighty eight are defeated, 
and she's like everybody leave but don't take your limbs and like everyone's like crawling out like screaming and she's like not you sophie you stay right there like a as a kid that impacted me like so much when she points at something she's like don't fucking move bitch like you stay right there i will always that like always connected with me so much i was like oh my god she told her to stay like i remember go ahead there's some anime that did that something mm. just like that. i don't fucking remember mm. some anime did that yeah but yeah remember. as a kid yeah. that really impacted me because like the implication that like she was so scared that even though she went like uh the bride went to a different room fought someone for like 20 minutes and she did stay like like the fact that she didn't go away meant that she was so fucking scared and so like worried and i don't know i think when i was like 12 years old my mom would do that to me so i was like oh my god that's just like <laughs> the movie. but yeah um but yeah the final fight scene with uh oren ishii um what do you think about that yeah, that was dope. It was I dope don't, as like, fuck. Yeah, just the, the whole look. Mm -hmm. The snow. Um, the dialogue. It was, like, it was so dope, the dialogue. Yeah. But really just like the look and feel that did it for me. Mm -hmm. um, it was like kind of one of those things is like uh, you fought fucking like 100 people. Now, like, I gotta fight you, fight the bad guy, like, lower HP, lower yeah, stats. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. It's kind of like one of the grand endings. Mm -hmm. uh, I just like how Beatrix pulled up with, like, like bloody, like, the whole, like, Bruce Lee thing is, like, bloody as shit. Right. Yeah, blood on her shit. I just like, but the the lady is, like, so clean. Mm -hmm. Like, this, the snow looks beautiful, but she's just standing there, like, yeah, like yeah. a monster. Yeah, Sekiro <laughs> boss yeah. fight. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Um, yeah, I really, I really like that scene too. Yeah, kind of want to rewatch it. Yeah, I love, um, I love like the dialogue that they have during that scene. I love how Oren Ishii's like being disrespectful, and then like she lands a blow on Oren Ishii, and then Oren Ishii's like, "I'm sorry, like you're right, I was right." I love, I love, I just love that part so much. Um. It kind of shows, like, despite how evil she is, like, she still has honor and, like, empathy. Like, she knows yeah. what she did was, like, really bad. And she knows that she's, like, a bad guy. But she also has respect for, like, another badass bitch that can wield a sword. So she's like, fuck, my B, bro. And and then I love I love that line where the bride's like, you ready? And she's like, yeah. Like, like she waited for her to be, like, ready to fight. I think that's so cool that like in their final moments there's so many parts of this movie even the fight with Bill is like that where it's like they respect each other and they like each other but they know they have to fight and like you know yeah. it's 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 kind of like uh I don't know I don't know if I was gonna say it's kind of like Cowboy Bebop I don't know if it's exactly like that but it makes me think about that you know where like there's just this underlying like I have to kill you regardless of how i feel about you as like a friend or whatever you know yeah it's so beautiful i love revenge <laughs> i love i love this this type of shit um yeah uh when watching this movie did it change your perspective or or make you think twice about battle royale like at all 
Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I love this. I guess, um, I guess to also add before we move on to volume two, uh, one of the reasons why I'm so like, um, like nice towards Ninja Scroll is because I see a lot of this movie in Ninja Scroll like already um and that's that's a big reason why i love that movie so much like and you were talking about when we were talking about ninja scroll we were talking about how like there aren't really any fight fights and there are definitely fight fights in this movie but uh even with like the next one like uh especially with volume two like they're not all defined by fights they're all defined by the characters that are in them and like the emotions that the characters are going through like in each given scene and it works really well for me because i am more so watching for the characters and this like awesome moment that they're both going to have with each other rather than for like the choreography or the fight itself so when you saw something in ninja scroll that was like that and it was just like a one-two punch um i appreciated the one-two punch if the characters behind the that one two were like really good and their motivations were like well defined and stuff and uh that's how i felt about this even with people like like gogo who is like a sub boss like she had her own little backstory scene and like she has her own little character going on so there's 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 like a lot to appreciate about this movie uh you know because it's short uh or at least it feels short i guess it's like two hours long but it's short you know the fight the fights are not like anime lengthy 30 minute things they're all like pretty brief and they work pretty well um and i love that i love something that can do a lot with a little so yeah yeah well for me it is different from i see what you mean when it comes to this but i feel like in ninja scroll i don't know i feel like the bosses leading up to the boss weren't they were just like stepping stones really i don't feel yeah. like they really like change anything really narratively mm-hmm. like the shadow guy when he just pulled up and threw us yeah through his sword through the shadow and they just kill the shadow like mm-hmm. that not like he like i feel like he right. like people like him didn't really like have an impact you know yeah. what i mean it definitely it was definitely as strong as kill bill yeah there was definitely some in that movie that like had an impact on his way on his journey and stuff mm-hmm. i feel like some of them was just like yeah they were just yeah, they were just hanging out. They were like sub bosses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah like just sub bosses. But you know, even Gogo Go was a, a six sub boss in this one. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just appreciate anything that has a semblance of like personality. Because uh, even that shadow guy, I feel like he has like I don't know. I've seen a lot of movies where like or like anime or TV shows where like a boss that someone is fighting is like the shittiest like naruto filler design like looking dude so i guess i just appreciate whenever i feel like there's a little bit more personality woven uh whether it's through character design or writing or whatever and i guess i just feel like ninja scroll has more of that than most things so but uh yeah kill bill volume one uh i love it i love how it ends too i love the ending where it's like did you know your daughter was alive? <laughs> it's so fucking sick. It's so cool. Um, I I love it. I love the dialogue in that final scene. Um, yeah. Uh, I love Kill Bill Volume 1. I think that is a very simple movie. And because of how simple it is uh, and how well it's able to execute the things that it does, um, it's it's beautiful as a result uh it it doesn't have to do a lot 
um, to execute what it wants to do, but it is so passionate and it's so confident and it has such a reverence and love for all of film that is woven throughout it uh, that it manages to not only be a well-executed movie that is immaculate in its conception, but also a love letter to all of movies as a result of being a good movie. So um, I think this movie is really special and I really, really love it. Uh, and maybe there's a hint of nostalgia uh, gauging my <laughs> perspective. But um, yeah. Kill Bill Volume 1 is a 10 out of 10. I, I think this is perfect. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a rating? I think I'm going to just rate these two together. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. So Kill Bill Volume 2. Right when it starts, uh, how does this one start again? Oh, it's the backstory of uh, of it shows them at the wedding and shows Bill yeah. pull up to the wedding. I love that scene so much. I love it so yeah. much. Bill pulls up. Uh, I love. I love. I love the look. Mm-hmm. He looks dope. Yeah. Um, and it's always like that start. It's so like uneasy because it's like it seems like everything's going so well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it seems like everything's going great. She's like, oh, dude, my dad. Yeah. What's so um, beautiful about it is because, like, it, it's the first time you see Bill, but they're showing you when she and him are, like, on good terms, despite this being, suppo- being like, the place that he kills her and the place that she, like, ran away to. It's, it, it, it prods an interesting question in the audience of, like, like, why is she so nice to him? Like, why are they on such good terms with each other despite the fact that he killed her? So it brings this very interesting dynamic where it's like, oh, we're cool, but she like she's kind of cool with him, but she's going to kill him. Interesting. So, yeah. 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 I, lo- I love their relationship. It's great. Yeah, that opening was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell like when when the dude was like, oh, um, are you going to do the whole like give your daughter away thing? She's like, yeah. She's like, OK, that's pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's that was so funny because in hindsight, looking back, it's like, oh, that's why she said, oh, you got to you know, relax. He's not gonna. That's not his. T- that's not his style, you know. Mm. I thought that was so cool, but yeah, I really like the opening. Um, it's so weird because just knowing like that motherfucker's about to pull up and shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, when the camera pans out and you can see the, the four motherfuckers walk in, right. Like fucking, and it's a massacre. Mm-hmm. But um, after that, it's after that, it's um, Buck, Bill, Bill, and Bud, Buck or Bud. I believe it's Buck. I believe it's Buck. It's Bill and Buck, and he's like, uh, he's like, yo, she's gonna come get you, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, she was like, we deserve to die. Mm-hmm. She deserves to die too. I mm-hmm. thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's the dynamic with every single like enemy in this movie. And Bill and all of them kind of Oren Ishii, Copperhead felt that way. Um, like I guess except the eye patch girl. But like I love that dynamic that they all have where it's like, Yeah, we're fighting and I know that I deserve to die, but gotta kill you too, bitch. <laughs> like I I love it. It's really good. It it adds a lot of depth to what is otherwise a very simple story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like the opening. I really like Buck. Buck's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Like he's just that 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 cowboy type of guy in this yeah. whole samurai. Video. Yeah. Buck had his Hanzo, sold it. Yeah. Kept it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. A, a cowboy with a 
uh, a samurai sword. Well, yeah. It's like yeah. infusing cultures and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's so cool. It's insane. <laughs> the movie literally changes like uh, tone and like like pacing, kind of. Um, like with the Buck stuff, it's a lot. Uh, it takes its time. You just get to see his life like type of thing with with over and Ishii, it's like fast and bombastic and all over the place with buck and this is like i'm hitting here listening to my radio yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and i i do on when i was a younger i didn't like kill bill volume 2 as much because it didn't satiate my goopy goblin gamer brain the way the first one did because of like that because this one is a lot more slower with the buck stuff and the stuff with bill and I think the stuff with Buck like threw me off. And on this viewing, um, I connected with it a lot more. Uh, I fucked yeah. with it because I understood. Like there were some like nuances that I just didn't grasp. Like initially, like when Buck is outside uh, and he like looks out to because he thinks he hears someone. Like you as the audience know the bride's there, and Buck kind of knows, but he doesn't know where she is. So he goes back inside. They pan to under the thing. So it's supposed to be like, aha. The bride deceived him but then when like he she opens the door and he has the shotgun it's kind of like oh he knew she was under there and he was faking looking around to pretend like to bait her into like walking in so it just goes to show like how smart he is uh and how like intellectually is even though he never has to fight in this movie um, yeah yeah he's a really good character just like despite the little that comes out of his mouth they do they do well with him yeah this is the, the the actor is the same guy from uh reservoir dogs mm, haven't seen it fuck yeah yeah um probably my, that's my favorite tarantino movie i've seen so far mm. but yeah I, I saw him i was like oh that's cool because I, I liked him in uh because he was like he was insane in reservoir dogs right and now he had like more of a mellow role in this one mm -hmm. but, uh, i really fuck with him cool I was like, um, <laughs> when I saw the same restaurant, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, he captures her, yeah, he captures her. That's like one of the scariest like scenes for me, like being buried alive is so scary, yeah, that was crazy. Mm -hmm. And then they did the whole flashback there with the, the most cliche like uh master <laughs> yeah yeah like the show like went from all like mellow to with buck and then it just like re-rolled yeah back mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah with the, the side of it right it was dope i liked it, it yeah. it's just like it's just like uh it just reminded me of volume one because mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't watch it one sitting i watched it like two days apart okay gotcha so, like, yeah here's the volume one stuff mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. yeah uh, i thought it was cool yeah, it feels more consistent tonally uh, back to back. Like it, it feels like you're watching the same movie, kind of like like nothing really changes tone wise. Like that fight she has with the eye patch girl, that's like it's like the same tone as like the crazy eighty eight in terms of like just the craziness of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? What happened after that? Uh, yeah, that's how she breaks out because the. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. sick as fuck. I remember like like it's not 
visual effects like they like she's actually fucking doing it like it's so sick like oh my god and the music like elevates like everything in this movie i feel like if the music was not as good as it was and the soundtrack choices were not as thoughtful as they were the movie would be like genuinely worse i i, I think the music stands out so much like i love it like a ton um yeah and that imagery of her like with her hand out the grave like that is so iconic that's such like ah i'm back <laughs> like uh you can't kill me nigga like yeah that shit's yeah. so cool and that's that's not, i think that's when you find out her real name too they like, yes she's like, yeah when she's like reborn mm -hmm. right um that, that scene where they show her name like with the kids and she's like beatrix here mm -hmm. i thought that was hilarious right when <laughs> I oh i forgot about that scene when did they show that what was that in what was the context for that because I remember oh, it, was, it was really out of context, but it was shown at a specific part because of, yeah. because of a reason. Um, I think it was to like show her backstory with the eye patch girl. I think the eye patch girl was talking about her backstory, and then they showed that maybe. But yeah, I do. I, I liked it. Whatever it was in tandem with. Yeah, I thought I thought it was that scene in particular, like that ten second scene mm -hmm. of the the. Yeah, little like class scene. You know, I thought that was so funny. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, why they did it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, you find out her name. Yeah, we even bring up the fact that they didn't say her name the first. Right. Movie. Yeah. You know, it didn't like change anything. I thought it was cool in the first movie. It was like it was just bleeped out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I remember watching that. Like, oh, that's dope. Mm -hmm. but even though it didn't really amount to anything. Uh, um, but it's still like. It's kind of like where like she's reborn, coming out the thing, and then now you know her like her name. Right. It's not the bride anymore. It's like her, mm -hmm. her reborn self, mm -hmm. Beatrice. That's what I refer to her as now. But yeah, yeah. I I feel like uh, I really the, uh, these guys. Man. Beatrice. You haven't watched this Never mind. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but the fucking I really like that they censor out her name uh, throughout the first one, and. I took notice to like the first time they say it here is when they think she dies. And that had a lot of impact for me. It's like, it's, it's like when she was alive, it's like, don't speak with her name or else she'll come for you in the mirror or like some yeah, shit, yeah. you know? But like, it's, it's almost like the characters feel safe saying it now. I mean, they were saying it before, but like the movie feels safe uncensoring it. Cause it's like, Oh, she's dead. It's fine. Whatever. Who cares if we say her name? It's no longer classified. She's not around. And then she comes back and she's like, yeah, I'm Beatrix, nigga. Bah, 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 bah. Like, it's, it's, I, I think it is, um, you know, I, I think that was very uh, thought out. And I think that the censoring of the name did amount to something. Because in the same way that you don't know a lot about Bill... And you're kind of learning more about him as we go along. How can we withhold something from the audience about the main character and have it not feel uh, like they're missing an integral part of who they are, uh, like throughout the experience, um, in order for them to enjoy? But like, make it cool, like that we're not telling them something. And I feel like that's a great way to do it. Um, so I I really fucked with uh, the censoring of the name. Um, I thought it was really smart. Yeah. But then, yeah. um, then it's Eye Patch Girl, right? Well, at, before before um, Beatrix comes back, she kills Buck with a 
the black mamba the black snake mamba. yeah um how do you feel about that because uh even on this watch um i i don't know how to feel about it i feel like there's something there that it's going for that i'm just not connecting with but there's a part of me that's like i wish okay. i wish but i wish buck was killed by the bride and when i think about it that way it sounds more cliche and boring like when i think about it but i don't know i just it feels like she got lucky that buck was killed by someone else you know yeah, yeah. uh i would love to see buck fight but yeah i, th I kind of thought it was um just kind of whatever right mm, yeah i don't think you really pull from it is like uh he died to black mamba beatrix name is black mamba yeah yeah but yeah it kind of sucks seeing bug go out like that especially when he had like a lot of screen time yeah i know he, he was like, like a lot of build. he was like the full first half of the movie it feels like, yeah just to go out like that he was one of the two they say two for that one two for this one and then for him to go out like that yeah 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 i uh, want our, i i want to understand like what what they're going for because it feels like i'm just missing something but yeah, I have to be honest, it was unsatisfying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then they move on to the eye patch girl, which I really like her. She's cool. It's Bud. His name's Bud. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, well, uh at least I said when when you asked me, I believe it's Buck, so. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> we went what like <laughs> an hour we went like 40 minutes saying buck 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 <laughs> that's okay buck, buck. buck is the name of the the fucking rapist fucking doctor guy oh really yeah. that's why <laughs> i'm so sorry i confused the boss battles uh no <laughs> yeah but um the fight with the eye patch lady that was that was cool. Yeah, um, I think it's probably the best uh, fight, like fight wise, in in like the whole thing, it, like even compared to the first one. Um, I love the choreography. There are so many like fun ideas. Like she tries to take out the sword, the holster hits the wall, so she can't take out the sword. Yeah. Next time she has to go up. Yeah. It's um, yeah. There's a lot of cool things. Yeah. She reveals that she killed uh, Taipei. Mm -hmm. Pai Mei? I thought it was Pai Mei. It is Pai Mei, yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it was dope. Like, they, they went through the wall. Yeah. There's a lot of cool shit. I just don't remember it. Mm -hmm. But then she, like, fucking... She fucking... <laughs> takes, takes her eye out. Like, ah! Very, like, very smart, like, reincorporation. Like, you remember it from the first fight... And then they do it again the second time. And I guess, you know, I guess in the perspective of this movie, it's cool because in the first fight, when she does it, it goes black and white. So And, and then this time, it's not black and white. You get to, like, see it in its full, full glory. So I don't know how intentional that was, but it uh, feels like payoff, kind of. Like, thanks for sticking it out this long. You get to see someone's eye come out for real. It's like, ah! I love I love when she's screaming like on the floor like fuck you bitch fuck you I'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> I guess she's like just squaring around um yeah 
and you know to put the cherry on top i love that she throws the eyeball down and steps on it like that's so like <laughs> that's so funny um yeah yeah but i love that antagonist i love that fight scene and i love how she goes out um i think that's really great i love that mm-hmm. she doesn't even you know she's on a quest to like kill these people and i love that she doesn't even kill her she's like like i've done everything i need to do i i got my vengeance i know she's pissed now <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, it's probably worse to stay like that. Mm-hmm. No lies. Yeah. Might as well just kill me at that point. <laughs> Uma Thurman's like, no. <laughs> you stay alive. Uh... Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Then he goes to, what, Columbia? Talks to that one guy. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, who did she talk to again? What are we talking about? That dude. Oh, the had all the yeah, all the girl, yeah. That scene was yeah. awesome. I loved that scene. I love the way he talks. He's like, I'm not gonna imitate a Spanish accent, but it was cool. It was sick as fuck. It was so awesome. Yeah, I loved her conversation with him. And then she goes to Bill, and then she goes straight to Bill. I her yeah. her interaction. I love the driving sequences, like where she's like talking to the camera, and she's like, "I'm gonna go kill." bill hey that's the name of the movie <laughs> it's like yeah yeah <laughs> um, they, did the, they did the thing they did the thing <laughs> yeah have you seen have you seen that family guy joke where it's like that where peter's like watching something and it's like what is this some kind of family guy and he's like oh shit <laughs> i seen that uh, yeah. have you seen quick side have you seen those memes where it's like <laughs> It's like anime manga panels where it's like they put they insert the name of an anime in like a random panel of the show. Oh, or the, so they'll be like, they'll literally be like, so this is Naruto Shibuden. <laughs> There's like one where it's like, Gus is like, I'm about to go berserk. <laughs> There's like some really funny ones. It's like, this dude was like, oh, so this is a full metal alchemist brotherhood. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so so funny. funny. I need to find this shit. It's so like I seen one where it's like, dude was like, oh, like he goes like in a full temp and turning. No, not 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 even that one. I saw one where like uh, I I saw one with Code Geass, and it had me in tears. Okay, well I I haven't seen it, so yeah, but it's so funny. I'll try to find this into later. Okay. Yeah, whenever whenever they do like the the thing, I think of that. Mm. But yeah, um, I knew. Yeah, so back to something. Back what to is this? Some kind of terror in Rosenheim? Because I because it's such a like it's a title that isn't said in the show. Like I can't say. What is this? Some kind of Gurren Lagan? Because they would say that in the show. Terror and Resonance is like they wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, the the girl that like speaks English and like her Japanese accent. We are terror in resonance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a devil man crybaby. Mm. <laughs> uh, I am Devil Man. They do say that in the show. Like Crybaby? They don't say the word Crybaby, but they might the, as well. What's the, the devil's name? Devil Man? No, the, the villain. Bonga. R- R- Rio. 
And, Rio? Yeah. 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 Okay. Huh? He could possibly say, hey, when he's crying, like, you're such a devil man cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Devil Man, I don't know, he says, I am Devil Man. Like, he, he would say that. Like, I am a devil man cry. Well, maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. Cry baby is such a sappy word. Yeah. All right. All right. Kill Bill. Okay. Kill Bill. Kill. Um, yeah. When they meet Bill, I know that's going to pull the kid, the, the kid thing, right? It's going to be like fucking. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like fucking um, the boys. The kid's going to pull up. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. I knew. Uh, I knew. I knew it wasn't going to be like a thing like, oh, Oh, you're you're doing good. Like my kid likes you. Like you guys look like you're living good here. I don't want to kill you no more. You know, yeah. I know she's gonna get the kill. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting. Everything seeing like everything lead up. You right. Know I mean? The like, lead up to it is perfect because, like I said, their relationship is like we don't hate each other, but we're very aware that we do need to kill each other and we do need to fight. So, mm-hmm. like, let me just give her this moment, kind of thing. Da 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 da. Um, it's it's really nice. I love like when she first sees the kid. Like that's one of the best parts of the whole of the whole thing for me. Like when the kid's yeah. like bang bang, and he's like, "She shot you. You're dead, mommy." And she's like, "Ah, ah!" And she like falls to the guy. It's so like I believe like her when she like was crying. Like I believe that performance like so much. It's so convincing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that part was dope. Mm-hmm. And I knew the the five. The five seal thing was gonna. I knew that was gonna. I knew that was gonna be the thing that kills him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you did, calling, I called it. Yeah, you didn't get spoiled you on it at all. Like, I'm gonna call that. Like, let's go. I called that. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I, I also counted the steps as well. Mm. To make sure. Yeah, to I make, <laughs> to make sure like, Me too. I think everybody counts the steps in that moment. Yeah, it's yeah. like one, two. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was gonna be more um, animated. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It works either way, but yeah. I thought it'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The but the fight the fight was dope because this is yeah. one of those like one two punches. But it's amazing. It's, like, one, like great one twos, but it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Because it's sitting down the whole fight, there, and like yeah. when he like, I forgot who what who exactly does it, but they like push the sword back in the sheath. Right, he is a going to stab her, dope. and she takes the sheath and she like puts it on. Oh the yeah, sword. She, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so yeah. Crazy. It was amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, coupled with the conversation oh. that they have like right before, it's it's a perfect like one two. It's like a great boom boom, and uh, you know, as a kid, I I saw that there was something special there, but obviously as a kid, I was like, man. I wanted a big fight scene, but now I do see the beauty in it and just like the simplicity of it. It works extremely well. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I was not disappointed with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so dope. It's yeah. the chair. They didn't even get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just fine. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that you like think about a fight scene like that, like I, I would have never come up with that. <laughs> like, that's so sick. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of creative stuff that I would have never come up with in this movie. I love it. Uh, it's it's great, and I love um, everything after that. Like where uh, she's with the kid, and like she's in the yeah. bathroom, and then like she's crying. She's like, "Oh my god, I did it!" 
thank you so much da, 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 da. like uh, you know this movie it's it's hard to talk about and it's hard to communicate how i feel about it because it is so simple and but it just it works so well for what it is for me because of its execution uh and i i just don't know how to articulate it um it's just really well done and like every moment in this movie i am fully i'm immersed more than i am usually like when i watch like i'm locked in i don't my my mind does not leave like that space when i'm watching this movie um mm-hmm. yeah i i love it so much uh, and I love, I love at the end, like they have the classic like credit sequence before the real credits where it shows like all the stars and oh, like yeah, yeah. as da 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 like that's really cool, you know. <laughs> Quentin Terrence, you know, he he loves movies. He has such a reverence for them, and it just shows throughout stuff like that, you know. Uma Thurman yeah. is like will always be like seen as iconic. Like she is so cool in this movie. She's so fucking cool. Like, oh my god. But yeah, she is for real. Yeah, everybody is. Um, that's a that's a a great pick. Kill Bill. I wonder how like the whole like um what's it called audition. Even if they had an audition, I wonder how that went. Well, her. they did Pulp Fiction before this, so I think that the idea was like. The story is like credited at like Q and U, like Quentin and Uma. So I think they, because of their work together on Pulp Fiction, they were already friends and they were like, they were talking about like making this type of character like at, at the inception of it. So I don't even think that there was like, oh, maybe we should do someone else. I think it was always Uma Thurman, like in the main character's role. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, like, uh, for the potential Kill Bill Volume 3 that he might do as his last movie, Tarantino said he only wants to do 10 movies. And if you count these as two separate movies, then he would have done 10 with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But he doesn't count it as two movies. So uh, he's saying for his 10th movie, he might do Kill Bill Volume 3. And if he does, um, then... It would be cool because Uma Thurman's real daughter is like one of the main actors in like Stranger Things. Like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And she's, she could work. Like, she's a skinny white girl that could swing around a sword <laughs> if she wants to. <laughs> like, so. Um, it should be, uh, it should be about uh, n- Copperhead's n- fucking daughter. Yeah. Yeah. They like, come get me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking, it would be dope. It, it probably will be. Probably will, if they do that. But yeah, that's uh, that's Kill Bill. I I love both of these movies. Um, they connect with me in a way that I I can't even really fully articulate. But I did my best. Uh, I love Kill Bill, <laughs> Volume One and Two. Um, if you see them as one movie, uh, which I do, um, I would give I would give both of them a ten out of ten. Despite my, despite like some things that didn't click with me, like Buck and uh the black and white chip um i'm still going to give it a 10 because i think those elements might click with me at a later date and uh i'm just i don't know if i come to terms with the fact that like i do consider them to be bad and they never click maybe i'll lower 
maybe I'll lower it a bit. But even then, like, I don't know. I, this movie just does so much so well. Like, I I appreciate it too much. So, 9 or a 10. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to give it a 10 for now, though. Yeah. I'm going to give the whole thing as a... The whole thing, uh, 8. Nice. Awesome. I'm very happy you watched it. Glad you can yeah, finally uh, take uh, Kill Bill off your off your little watch list. Um, all right. That's it, Manny. That was a pretty, pretty good episode. Nice, short, and sweet. Uh, thank you for watching the movies. Do you have a recommendation for the next one? Um, no? Yeah, I do. Okay. I always do. You always do. You're always strapped. <laughs> always strapped. Um, I want to watch this movie called On the Count of Three. On the Count of Three. I've never heard of that. On the Count of Three. Oh, okay. I've heard of this. I haven't seen it yet. I was possibly going to watch this movie. On the Count of Three from 2021? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. On the count of three. Hmm? What about, what is your, your movie? So, um, uh, I'm going to recommend Repo Man. Uh, and we're going to call next Sunday. And... I was thinking of recommending a third thing. You know what? Um, in preparation for Cyberpunk, I'll recommend a second thing. A 50-minute OVA, so it's short. It's called Dead Leaves. And it's directed by Hiroyuki Imaishi. Um, so, yeah. Dead Leaves. So those are the three for the next episode. All right. All right. Alright, alright, we coolin', we doing it, we out here. Yeah, alright, that's it. Mm, that was very brief, very nice. Uh, man, we're back, we're fucking back. <laughs> uh, so nice, been so long, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back in mm. business. Back in business. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's definitely something to to talk about that. I, oh my god, I'm so happy I remembered this. Do you recall? Um, excuse me. Do you did you see what's going on with the Flash now? Um, like, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there's all these memes about like. You know, I'll, you, we have to take into account, like, um, you know, there's some, like, legal thing happening with HBO Max, like, some company, like, bought HBO or whatever, right? So, that puts, like, the Warner Brothers movies into question, because Batgirl got canceled and stuff, right? So, it's like, okay, if you're canceling superhero movies like Batgirl, then what about The Flash? And there's literally, like, an interview with, like, a Warner Brothers executive that's like, we have three options. Can the movie entirely... Uh... <laughs> and he literally like he sincerely says 
we can have Ezra Miller apologize and do interviews and then release the movie. Or I forget what the third thing was. But the fact that he like said the second thing is funny as fuck. And I was like, <laughs> and mad people on the internet were like, no way, bro. No way they're gonna go with option two. No way. And then like uh, um like very, very soon after, Ezra Miller was like I'm sorry for my actions. I'm going to get help. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god. So Ezra Miller is doing like the cliche like apologize and like, you know, repent for your actions like type of beat. After all the crazy Joker level shit he was saying like a couple weeks ago, like we're in the Matrix. And then like he just doubled back. Um, oh my god. <laughs> and uh and they released a trailer for the movie. And I was like, are they going to edit out his face? And it's like, nope, he's in it. And it's, it's him. It's insane. It's so weird. Oh my god. <laughs> DC has no fucking hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We gotta stick with our animated Batman films. Uh... <laughs> we can't win bro we can't win with these niggas <laughs> that's, that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah bro the drama behind like movies is so much more fun than the movies like sometimes like <laughs> the movies gonna suck ass <laughs> that's so funny yeah it's gonna be so bad mm. It probably will. Um, yeah. And then what? Like, what after this movie? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So DC weird. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's why they're doing a musical for Joker. I think that got confirmed. Um, I don't know if we talked about that, but they confirmed that it is a musical and it, it will have Lady Gaga. So. <laughs> we'll see we'll see yeah i'm honestly i'm i'm cautiously optimistic uh i would i would like a weird joker sequel rather than a normal joker sequel so i'll take what i can get um but yeah, we'll, see. we'll see have you ever seen the uh the fast and furious movies i feel like the first four. Oh wow okay I've seen a lot after five <laughs> I refuse to watch. Wow, really? Five was the turning point that made you not like it. That's usually the turning point that makes everyone go, this is awesome. <laughs> no. Wow. Dude. Why didn't you like five? I, I like, it's not about cars anymore. It's about oh. like, mm-hmm. action. Lined up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they bring cars to space. <laughs> yeah. That's serious. His ass. <laughs> it's just Alt. so goofy. I thought that I thought it would be fun. Uh, I don't know to watch. I haven't seen them in, since I was younger, but I never I cared not, about cars. I will, I will not be watching. Mm. Have you ever seen? You never seen Tokyo Drift? No, I've never seen Tokyo Drift. Should I? I know you heard about you heard about it a lot. Of course, of course, yeah. yeah. Scott Bow Wow. It's good. It's fucking ass. Oh, it's ass? <laughs> it's fucking good as shit when you're a kid, though. Mm, mm. I rewatched it as an adult. I was like, what the 
<laughs> do you get ironic enjoyment out of it like uh like passive like oh I, this is what my dumb kid self liked i was like damn i was retarded that's <laughs> yeah yeah uh still kind of cool though mm-hmm. yeah but yeah fast forward fast periods is stupid to me <laughs> it's like oh let's add the rock and jason Statham. <laughs> yeah it's like dude mm-hmm. and then i like racing is this fucking yeah and the world fucking family mm-hmm. <laughs> the power of family i can, <laughs> I can take it yeah, I get it. I feel you. Plus, Buddy died while Walker, so. Yeah. Not really want to watch it. That's very interesting. That's kind of what got a lot of people into it. Like, when he died, they wanted to watch his, like, send-off movie. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. I remember that whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's when, like, when I see you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That song has like fucking like so many views. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see right. When I see you. <laughs> it's been a long yeah. way. Five point six billion views. Yeah. Yeah. That's damn near every human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Just I don't That's know. That's great. I know. Think about Gangnam style. How many views does that have? Probably two billion. Two billion? It's the most viewed video on the internet. It's most no, viewed. it's not. It's four point five billion. What? I know. I think when I see you again is the, the most viewed. I, what? What was? What was Gangnam Style popular for? Wasn't Gangnam Style like? Didn't it get? No, but didn't it get popular because it had the most views like of any YouTube video? Am Maybe I wrong? About what? How did see you again? Oh Hold fucking. On. Baby, the baby shark, the baby shark song has 11 billion views. That's impossible. (laughs) What? Hold on. Let me look up Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. 4.5 billion views. How does this have 11 billion views? (laughs) 7 billion people. Because seven billion people were like, "Yo, run that back." <laughs> That's actually insane. There's a lot of kids. Maybe there's more people on the earth than we're told. Ooh, conspiracy! Drake made more people. Whoa! <laughs> because you, whenever we talk about conspiracies, you always talk about Drake. Like, yeah, you know, Drake killed XXX. Drake has the best conspiracies. <laughs> Tell me a Drake conspiracy. Drake fucked Kanye? What? There's a conspiracy that 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 Lil Wayne is gay. That's no. Uh, that's not true. There's no way. You know how many kids he has? He's on he's on video kissing Birdman in the lips. Oh, okay. Well, he definitely but, fucks bitches. <laughs> but, yeah, but, so this is the thing that Birdman, like, their boss, right, is gay. And, like, he oh, really? puts these guys on. Huh? I didn't know that. But it's a conspiracy. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're, like, early on in Lil Wayne's career, like, they'll be like, they'll, like, kiss on the lips frequently. And they'll be like, 
oh, that's not gay. Because that's my boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I, like, yeah, so this ain't, um, that's how Drake came up too, by like, you know, there's Illuminati, like, do gay shit. And yeah. We get you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things like that, Drake. I should stop talking. It might kill me. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, those ones are just kind of fun. <laughs> but Lil Wayne was kissing Birdman. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like if you bring that up, if you bring that up now, you will probably die. <laughs> really? Is that deep? If, if a rapper, like, say a rapper made a diss song and said that, He's probably gonna die. I guarantee you that. He's not. I said, no one. There's been a lot of people who beef with Lil Wayne. No one has ever said that shit. Yeah, yeah. Little Wayne. Little Wayne seems like the person to run up to your house and like light you up. Sorry, Little Wayne. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being uh, stereotypical, but <laughs> I don't know. He gives off that personality. <laughs> That's like, I don't know, that's the character that he portrays in his music. Like, I'ma fuck you up. I'm little fucking Wayne. Run up on your bitch. In her lane. Ah. <laughs> but. Yeah, pretty much it's, it's just. The major one is just like the X one. Yeah. Well, there's always like a Illuminati thing with everyone. What the fuck is the Illuminati even? <laughs> like, what is the Illuminati? Since when did the Illuminati make you do gay shit? You know, they say they, they have, like, a shaming process. Or, like, <laughs> like, you would have to, like, on top of, like, selling your soul, you would have to do, like, some shame yourself publicly some way. Mm-hmm. And even, like, this bit, Ali, this is so much things about the Illuminati. It's, you ever seen... Who's the, the Spider-Man? Andrew Garfield. Have you seen that Illuminati thing with him? No. You haven't? No. You ever seen that video? Like, there's some dude's on stage, and he's talking about the Illuminati. And he's like, yeah, Andrew Garfield, don't you know about all this stuff? And Andrew Garfield's like, you never seen that? No, no. Fucking insane. He's like, <laughs> he's like dude. Then <laughs> the camera's come back to the other guy. It's insane. Like, it's actually insane. Um, Whoa. You gotta send me that. <laughs> I don't want to die, Ali. Like, <laughs> all right, we'll get. You're off. probably a Illuminati informant. Me? Talk <laughs> no, I'm not. Tee hee hee. Ha ha ha. The next, the next episode. I'm like, so uh, we're talking about Illuminati debunked the movie. I think this movie was fucking bullshit. What did you think? <laughs> Yeah, this movie's not accurate. I, <laughs> I know the Illuminati. Yeah, Tim Carrey. Tim Carrey. Jim Carrey. What about him? He been on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was like, he's like, yeah, Jimmy, you know about the secret societies that, ah. and Jimmy's like, uh, no, I don't. You never seen that? No. <laughs> it's like you know, that can be played off as like a joke. It's like still kind of like like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're scaring me you <laughs> used to me as a kid though but the thing with the Illuminati is like dude I can't fucking stop them and I have yeah. work tomorrow yeah I don't know I they don't the affect Illuminati me is like, Illuminati is probably just a, a front for some other thing yeah they don't do anything they haven't done anything useful 
None that I know of. <laughs> of course you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why would I care? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This shit is so insane, dude. Mm-hmm. The icebergs. Yeah. Man. They, they go deep. But I don't. I want to go to bed tonight happy, so I will not be, <laughs> will not be partaking. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought, uh, yeah, Illuminati. That shit used to scare me as a kid. Like, Look at the one dollar sign. It's right. <laughs> uh, I'm oh. like, oh my god, <laughs> we're all gonna die. That's really funny. What? I mean, why do we have a pyramid on our dollar? Um. There's got to be an explanation for that. We don't got no fucking pyramids in America. Um, We're not Egypt. Where's our pyramids? Why oh. is it represented on our dollar? I want answers. Ali, you fucking top <laughs> dog. <laughs> um, I don't know. Give me a book to answer because you work for them. Go ahead. Give, give you an answer? Yeah, because I know you work for them, but just give me a bullshit answer. Well, um... America draws a lot of aesthetic influences from other parts of the world, and they only have the Egypt thing because we don't have any cool things over here because it's cool. <laughs> They're going to put a samurai sword on, like, the $500 bill eventually. Oh, my God. I'm going to call from the Illuminati High Council. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that with a gun in your profile picture is so funny. <laughs> Uh, are you gonna miss anything about the Navy? You hear that, Mary J. Blige? No. <laughs> what the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> I'm trying to see if this is the. I've been in Garfield. Garfield, where are you? I I know you. I know you know. Now, for those of you experiencing, <laughs> Garfield's like, he's like, no, no. He's like, no. That's so scary. Oh my God. Not Andrew Garfield. Not Spider Man. Not the Spider Man. No. No, my God. <laughs> no. Andrew, no. Oh man! But Kevin Hart, this is the last Illuminati answer. Kevin Hart also, um, I think in an interview, podcast, whatever, he was saying that like at these Hollywood parties, like like the rich people ones, that like he sees a lot of like freaky shit and shit like that. I forgot what else he was saying, but he's talking about like that shit time too. But mm. he's probably in it too. So, mm. you think yeah. so? Well, yeah. yeah, they all probably are. Hopefully, I get an invite pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, is that uh, is that the end of the show? Is that all we got? Yeah, that's all we got. That's all we got. Well, next episode: Repo Man, Dead Leaves, and On the Count of Three. On the count of three. Nice. Alrighty, Manny. Um, thank you very much. This was great. Appreciate you. Yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. 
Another day, another dollar. Blah, 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 blah. Wait, before you before you leave, um, I wanted to ask: Are you gonna miss anything about the Navy, like when you get back? No. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> There's nothing to miss. Fucking people I don't relate to. Mm. Power power struggles. Oh wow. Living alone, no friends. Not going out. I feel like you go out a lot. Do you not go out a lot? I don't go out at all. Oh, that's not good. Well, I'm, I just sit in my room. I play PUBG. Mm. I try not to cry. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I was here to give you at least a little bit of company. It's kind of good that you didn't do anything because you probably wouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Lewis, Lewis called me the other day. Lewis Blanchard. Yeah. Surprisingly. Because mm-hmm. um, he would call like, he called like once a year. Mm-hmm. Not always like a, I told him I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah but he called. And I thought that was uh, kind of cool. Yeah. That's really nice I forgot what he was even talking about. That's great. Yeah, Lewis, Lewis tries to do stuff like that. Um, yeah, I always, when, right after high school, I try to make an effort to, like, stay on top with some people. And some people are bothered by it. Some people are like, why the fuck are you calling me? And it's like, because I'm never going to talk to you again if I don't. Um, yeah. 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 Interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm always here for you, buddy. Aw, thank you, Manny. I appreciate it. Uh, you'll, you'll always be here to watch shitty anime with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Man. Actually, we don't, we don't really watch shitty anime. Yeah. I watch, I watch all the shitty anime. Yeah. Yeah. You you do it for me. <laughs> you yeah. save you save me from the torture. Yeah. What episode is Call of the Night on? Uh, eight. Maybe I should ch- catch up with that, and then we can talk about that whenever. It ends. Well, it time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I think it's on it. I like vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like vampires. I, I usually watch every vampire thing. Have you seen Blade? No. You love Blade. I don't think I'm not interested in Blade. Oh, what? It's vampires. <laughs> Damn, Blade. But it's vampires, and he's a nigger. <laughs> That's like one of the main selling points. He's a nigger, and there's vampires. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you seen those TikTok uh, memes of like, there's like this old white guy, and he's like, um, he's he said he's saying something in like a harsh like accent, so he's like negativity like he says the word negativity but he pronounces it like negativity and you know how like tiktok people can do like split screen where like they make their own thing along with another thing um someone makes like their own version where like it's a black guy and he's walking around in his house and the guy when he says nigga like when the nigga comes out of his mouth the the black guy like transforms into like an anime like thing and he like unsheathes his sword but then when he finishes his word like negativity he like puts the sword but okay you've seen that one yeah that one's really great like that's a really creative one i like that one a lot yeah (laughs) negativity negativity 
And Logan tell me that he wants to continue with his TikTok things. Yeah, Lewis. Um, I said, Lewis, fuck you, bro. Lewis is kind of like me, where we want to like make stuff, and for whatever reason, we are just lazy fucks, and we are not doing anything. Um, yeah, it's very high risk. I feel like uh, if I dedicate yeah, time to this, is. I'm I'm gonna be wasting my time. But I don't know. I'm already wasting my time by not doing anything. So it's. I feel like I need to move out, Manny. Yeah. But if I move out, my life's going to be so much harder. Yeah. I don't know. I need advice. <laughs> I need to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, I'm not the guy for the advice. Uh, I have no, no life experience. Yeah. And I've learned that, like, I really, if you want to move out, you got to have friends. You got to have people you want to move out with. But I don't know. Lewis is, like, considering moving to Florida. Yeah, 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 he's telling me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't know what to do. Well, as long as who you knows, have... Yeah. Who knows? As long this as you have... Win the lottery. Yeah, win the lottery. I don't know. <laughs> Steal a briefcase with a bunch of money. Hope that some guy in a weird haircut doesn't come out to you. <laughs> Dude, I, I wish I stole a briefcase with fucking... <laughs> Somehow the, this fucking CIA is at my door. Like, did you get a briefcase? I'm like, no. <laughs> what are you talking they about? Know, they know I did. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh, can we come inside? I'm like, no. You don't have a warrant. You need to run to my house. <laughs> yeah. Then Manny starts running away like the guy from Seven. Just like in the rain. He's like, get him! <laughs> Get oh, his yeah, black yeah. ass. <laughs> I'll start fucking hardcoring and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, All right. I gotta yeah. take a shower. Yeah, I gotta go do nothing for the next five hours. Our sleep schedules are so opposite of each other. It's so. Yeah. But it's been a pleasure. Uh, I will talk to you later, buddy, on the next episode. Uh, Ali. All right, see you, Manny. All right, bye-bye. Yeah.